This is the Life Coach BFF podcast with Susan and Heather, and today we're talking fall style. Our guest is Cindy Hannum, and she's a midlife blogger who blogs about wearable fashion trends and makeup for ladies our age. You can find her on Instagram, Facebook, and on her blog, Lulu Loves 7. I'm dying to know what I need to buy for fall, so let's dive right in. Okay, but your name is Cindy. Now tell us how, how Lulu Loves 7 came about. Well, um, Cindy, obviously, is my first name. So my husband now, when we were dating, would call me Cindy Lou. And it just kind of morphed into Lulu. And so when we started the blog, um, we have seven of us all together. And so when we started the, the blog, then I just thought, oh, that'll be cute. I'll make it Lulu Love 7, blah, blah. Um, and then there's on Instagram, there's a underscore on it. And um, so that goes at the end, but that's the worst thing that you could ever possibly put on your handle because nobody remembers to do that. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that was such a bad decision, but that's okay. So. <laughs> but well, we can go up later. It's crazy, isn't it? Yes. yes. <laughs> we can still find you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Now, how did you decide to do a fashion blog? Has fashion always been something that you're interested in? You know, it has been. Even when I was in, um, I remember being in elementary school, all the way up through high school and college and whatnot. Um, I loved children, too. So that was a passion of mine. So I actually went to school to become a school teacher um, and so that's what I've done for the last 23 years is taught school and um, elementary through um, junior high. And then, but the last few years, um, I just felt not, I, I guess not creative. I didn't have an outlet, nothing to do. Um, I got on Instagram and there were just the cutest girls but they were all in their 20s or 30s, not really my my age group. They were cute, but that's what, something that my college-age daughter would be wearing. And, and so I thought, you know what? Where are all of my people, people my age? And so I started looking. I couldn't find very many people. So I thought, you know what? I'm just going to do that myself. And I thought, oh, I can, I can do this. This will be easy. I'll just, you know, throw some pictures up there. I wanted to blog so I could tell my story. And um, that's kind of where we started with that. Of course, it's morphed into more than that. And it's way more than just throwing a picture or something up there. <laughs> I mean, if you told me this back then, I would have gone, okay, we'll find something else to do. So <laughs> it has been way more than I thought. However, every day I'm like, I love this. I get up in the morning. I think, I love this. I love doing it. I'm going to do it again today. And, you know, I go up to bed quitting, you know, say, okay, this, that's it. I've had it. Uh, <laughs> and then in the morning, I'm like, I'm ready to go. Let's do this again. So. We can so relate to that, Cindy. Everything that you just said, I can't tell you. Yesterday, I worked and worked. And people do. They think this is so easy. Yes. I think. 
No, it, it's not. And and I was working on some graphics yesterday, and I spoke with Susan late in the afternoon. And I, I mean, I was delirious. I could not stop laughing. I said, and the thing is, I've done this to myself. <laughs> is yeah, that what yeah. you would think too? <laughs> Yes, and my husband goes, you could have picked anything, and this is what you picked. I was like, oh, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> so you started, was it in 2018 is when you yes. started the blog? Yes, I did. And what was your re- what was the reaction of your children? I'm, I'm very curious because Susan and I have, we have young adult children, and then I also have younger children. Yeah. And it's been funny to see their reactions. Yes, I think um, my daughter, when I actually, when I started the blog, they were fine with that, you know, go ahead, because that was kind of not, people weren't, didn't have access to that, so, I mean, they did, they weren't going to that, and nobody really knew publicly that I had the blog, um, I mean, I wanted them to, but you know, how that's not how the blog goes, so, um, but my Instagram, now that was a horse of a different color. And when it came to that, I was forbidden to do any videos. No saying anything out loud about anyone. But in their defense, I had taught a lot of their, their classmates, peers. And so while my daughter was a high school senior, I, was, I could not get on any video. I couldn't talk to anyone, you know, online about it, you know. Um, now it's different. Now they're like, oh, it's great. We love this or that, you know, and, and they're fine with it for the most part, unless I'm, you know, breaching some, you know, boundary that we've set up. So... It's been good. It's funny. (laughs) That is funny. I had a friend the other day that said, because she's, I'm 49, Susan is 57, this friend is in her 50s, and she said, you're like a teenager on Instagram, and I started laughing, and I said, you know, maybe she's right, but it's just so much fun. Why should we let all of these 20 and 30 somethings and these teenagers have all the fun? Right. I know. I know. Because I think when I got on here, I was like, oh my gosh, one day we were pulling out of our uh, driveway and I just, I was like, oh my gosh, these are my people. I finally found people who have these common um, love for fashion and family and faith and fitness. And they love to talk about it. And I don't feel ashamed, you know, because I think there's this kind of this stigma of, well, you're just concerned about the way you look and that's not it at all. Um, but that's the way I kind of perceived it. And so I, you kind of keep it tapped down, you know, and, and in this space, I don't have to do that. And so it was like, oh my gosh, this is so fun. And I can be creative and it is the way I see things. And, you know, there's beauty in the way God has made each of us. And so I was like, oh, it's such a relief to be in that space. Yeah, I find your people. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yes, that's part of the reason that Susan and I, began podcasting really is because they say that that women have never been as lonely as they are today which is heartbreaking to me yes and people are finding community online 
And that, that was part of the, and I'll tell you something that's really surfaced from this because I, I have a 23 year old daughter and this morning she called and she said, I listened to the last podcast and it really inspired me. And when I tell, when she said that, bells and whistles went off, the angels started singing, because (laughs) these are things that I could say to my own children all day long. But when they hear these same things from other women, it's totally different. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. It's totally different. So what does your week look like, Cindy? Tell us, tell us what your, your, it's Monday. It's Monday morning. You wake up. We want to know a successful blogger. What does the week look like? (laughs) I love this. And I would love to hear from your point of view too, just how the, how your week goes. But what I've learned so far is that Monday through Wednesday, Thursday morning are, it is crazy busy. Like one thing after another, if there's a campaign or something that I have to get done, usually it's like Monday and Tuesday, you know, responding to all the emails, um, trying to get everything, all my ducks in a row. I've learned that like, if I try to plan a little bit during the weekend, that's super helpful to make sure that I've got, you know, my calendar set up correctly. But, uh, but those first few days I'm doing a lot of creating, maybe taking photographs. Um, I, I photograph things and then my husband photographs, um, generally all my, my, uh, outfits. So, um, we generally do that either early in the morning or late at night or in the evening time. So, you know, that kind of is blog, but you know, I try to leave, the end, like Thursday, Friday, Thursday afternoon and Friday, if I have to run errands or whatever, it has to be during those really set times because it ends up eating up so much of your day. So um, I'm not actually a very big online shopper. I love to see things on the rack and I want to feel it because I can tell how it moves, you know, or what it looks like on. Um, So I like to go out and shop, but of course it hasn't been real you know, shopper friendly lately. So I've had to learn to get online and just, which means you're just ordering, ordering a lot of stuff and having to return a lot of stuff. So a lot of the day is taken up with trying to figure out what I'm supposed to have completed for different brands or whatever. And then, um, shooting those things or me shooting them or whatever it is that we're trying to accomplish. But generally that's in the beginning of the week. Um, you know, when I was teaching school, it was from, you know, 7.30 to 3, and then you were done for the most part. I mean, I would sometimes bring home papers to grade or whatever, but uh, now I'm like, it's all day long, all night long, all weekend long. I'm like, what did I just do? This was really not very smart on my part. So. <laughs> but again, it's something I love doing, and it inspires that creativity part, that and this, um, you know, when it's a business too, it's different because you have to have some strategy behind it. So that part of it is super interesting to me. So it's been a, it's a big learning curve um, as well. So I'm just trying, you know, you just a little bit at a time, I guess. Right. You're e- eating the elephant one bite at a time. <laughs> yes, for sure. <laughs> and we won't even talk about technology because that's just a whole dif- different bear to begin I'm just, it I'm is. just old. That's what it is. It's old lady. You know, you oh, yeah, go, do, uh, I click it? do I not click it? Do I click it? Do I not click it? What's going to happen? 
terrible. Oh, we are right there with you with the technology. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, Heather tells me we're eating the elephant one bite at a time almost every single day. It's like, I can't make it work. She's like, yes, we can. Yes, we can. Right. Uh, so what was your friend's reaction, Cindy? We talked about your family, but your your friends, what was their reaction? You know, I really... I think here's the other problem too. And you you can tell me if you think this is true for y'all. And that is a lot of the people I know are on Facebook, but they're not on Instagram and they kind of don't get that. Like my dad, my sweet dad, he's like, he's not on any technology whatsoever. doesn't have internet, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I, is that like kind of like an online magazine? I was like, exactly. That's exactly what I have. And then my friends are kind of like, they're like, you, you aren't teaching and now you're doing what? What is that? And they kind of nod and give you that. Uh-huh. <laughs> that look like, oh, really? That's um, what you think you are? <laughs> my favorite with podcasting is when people say, oh, I've heard that you have a podcast, that you and Susan have a podcast. And I, I'm going to watch it sometime. Yeah. <laughs> My, the, they say to me, oh, you can make money doing that? And I'm like, well, some people do. I, I wouldn't know at the moment, but I've heard that. So <laughs> so anyway, it's like, uh. Yeah. What, what would you say are your top? I, I've noticed that Ann Taylor Loft you post yes. a lot from Ann Taylor Loft. Yes. And this is one thing that you do that I've noticed is that you don't limit yourself to brands according to age expectations of that brand. No, I think, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, because sometimes I'll buy something at a certain store. I don't want to say the name of the store, but it's known for women <laughs> who are 60 plus. That okay. shop there. Mm-hmm. Sure. But I enjoy the store. But I have friends that will laugh. They'll go, oh, where'd you get that? That's so cute. And when I tell them, oh, my goodness, my friend's grandmother used to shop there. They'll make comments like that. (laughs) You're like, and she had great taste. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So how, so your, your stores, you really don't limit yourself, the stores that you shop. No, I mean, I think I just pick up things that I think, oh, these are suitable for this body shape or for my shape Um, and how they photograph a lot of times. I'll do it. I'll base it on that. What does it look like? Because it looks different when you photograph it, whereas if you were just wearing it out on the, you know, street style. Um, And I, I know that maybe more accessibility, I think, is what I, I try to make make it so that anybody could buy it if they wanted to, you know, so that, that it's not too expensive. I think, um, for some reason, part of me can't buy something that's not on sale a lot of times. (laughs) And uh, so that has a lot to do with it. So I do a lot of target things because target just has upped their game a lot. Um, as far as fashion is concerned. And I think a lot of us will be at Target and we'll see some of that. Oh, we'll, put, we'll just pick it up because it's not expensive and you can add it to your, you know, wardrobe without it being a big, a big deal. Um, I think that there are some pieces that are staple pieces though, that 
I will invest in like a good white t-shirt or a pair of denim jeans or, and so I've kind of tried to be sneaking those in a little bit more. You'll see that hopefully as we proceed here into the fall, but um, I'm kind of trying to sneak some of those basic things that uh, women my age or our age, you know, I don't feel too badly about parent buying in a more expensive pair of jeans because I know I'm going to wear it for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So kind of some of those things that I know are staple pieces, then I'll, I'll do that. And then add some, uh, like a trendy piece or something from Target or some from J crew or whatever, whatever seems to, to work there. Now I'm not going to buy a crop top or, you know, something like a mini skirt or whatever, but, uh, <laughs> And, you know, I was, when you were talking about that, I was like, sometimes I'm with my daughter who's in college and we'll be at forever 21. I'll think, Ooh, that's a cute jumpsuit. And then, you know, you kind of tuck it under your arm and you're scooting up to the uh, gas register because you don't want anybody to see it. Yeah. <laughs> this is for my daughter. I'm, I'm buying this for her. So, or something, you know what I mean? So is that so true though? It is so true. And I was in not forever 21, but another shop similar to that two years ago and I bought a vinyl I I don't even know what I was thinking I bought a vinyl leather like imitation leather mini skirt black yes yes. and I wore it in Napa Valley and now I go back and I look at these pictures and I think that was really inappropriate because it was at the time so that's all that matters who loved the mini skirt yeah, the husband loved it. Yeah, that was right. That's what matters. <laughs> Put that on the top of the list, right there. That's what matters. That's right. That's, That's what exactly matters. right. <laughs> I'm all for it. Uh, it's part of the uniform at times. Uh, yeah. part of the uniform, the husband uniform, and the everyday. That's right. <laughs> Lately, it's just been pajamas, you know, like the pajamas. And I know he looks at me like, okay, is that all we're going to do now? We've been in the quarantine for months now. <laughs> oh, have you? I guess you haven't heard us talk about nightgowns. We talk about what we sleep in. And so, yes. yeah, so you need to go get some pretty nightgowns, Cindy. I'm not going to preach to you about it right now, but. <laughs> it's true. Uh, we're on the opposite ends of the spectrum as far as sleepwear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I go with nothing at all. <laughs> oh, it's just a lack of night gowns and lip gloss and oh. lip gloss. So. <laughs> Heather's got it going on. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. Oh, okay, Cindy, tell us, so what should we be shopping for this fall? What are your top picks, must-haves for all of us? You know, I think this fall, and I just did a whole, I'm doing a whole Friday thing. I don't know that I'll do one tomorrow because of uh, 9-11 and um, some other things that have taken place. But um, a lot of billowy arm, like flare things, um, ruffles. 
Ruffles. Okay. Okay. Lots of puff puff sleeves. You know that sheer sleeve that you see that uh, is real billowy. That's okay. that's very. They call it the Victorian detail. And you remember? I don't know when I was in high school, maybe or I can't remember. They had that V yoke. It was like the there were tops with the V that comes here, or it had like a square insert right there. Yeah. Yeah. And it had like that higher neck. That's totally in. You kind of see it coming in right now. Um, lots of those kind of higher neck things, some of those V-necks and the, the square yokes. So you'll see a lot of that leather. Um, that's not my top pick. I don't like to wear leather except for like a jacket or whatever mm-hmm. and my shoes and my purse. But uh, <laughs> but they're doing, you know, and, and they do a lot of the faux leather too that you can um, aware, but that's very big this, this, um, fall as well. Uh, what are some other things that they were talking about? Like the slip dress that's really, you know, wearing kind of that lingerie on the outside is, is really in, um, this fall. I probably won't do that one either, but I like the slip <laughs> dress itself. Um, but some of the other pieces were a little bit edgy for me. So I'm kind of conservative on what I'm wearing, but, uh, Anyway, I like, I like, yeah, everything to be covered and everything. So, um, but I, I love the, um, the animal prints that are still, I mean, you just still see them hanging on, hanging in there. So, um, okay. and animal, you know, even if, and what was so funny was that last, um, fall, I had posted something about animal print and I'd worn maybe a, a clutch or something that had animal print on it. And then we started doing this, this little, myself and some other bloggers about, oh, show your animal print on Monday or Friday. I can't remember what it was. And so then someone was like, you're the animal print lady. And I was like, <laughs> I can animal print, but okay, let's go with it. So, but from, from that point on, I was like, okay, we're going to warm up to this. We're going to use the animal print. So I think for me, it's going to be because I love feminine. I love girly. I love anything with a ruffle to it or, um, anything that, that has flowers, florals are, are totally in of course. So anything like that, I am, you know, I'm on board with, and, um, I love the animal print too, as long as it's, you know, just kind of a piece or two. I'm good with that. So all the booties you can, you know, you can imagine all the booties are in the sweet suede booties and um, that type of thing. So those are, that was, that was one of my questions was what about boots? Because I'm, um, you know how you do your boots for a couple of years and then yeah. somehow I have ended up, I need like almost all new boots. You know, mine too. <laughs> I was, I was thinking about that too. Yeah, so booties, booties, you know, that, that's still that's still the end thing. Yes, yeah, lots of uh, booties, although I still have, uh, you know, tall boots as well that I'll wear with different things. But the problem here is um, in Houston, it's so hot, and so mm-hmm. it's going to be November, December, and then we'll have maybe a month or two of, of cold, of chilly weather, and then we're done, so. <laughs> so that's... Yeah, we have the exact same weather pattern here, so I feel you. Heather gets more of the four seasons. Oh, my goodness. I mean, having to give up the open-toed shoes is, is yeah. um, I, I will occasionally, early October, I'm still sporting. I'm still exactly. sporting. Exactly. 
<laughs> yes. too hot to do otherwise. So. I know. And when everybody else is put on a coat or a jacket, I think no, there's no way. Mm. There's no way I could even put that on, you know, even during the summer, putting on skinny jeans or a pair of jeans. That's You're asking a lot for that. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I never understood why they marketed magazines would market spring sweaters until I moved to Tennessee. Oh, wow. And it stays cold until at least the middle of May. Oh, really? Middle of May. It's cold. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Not cold, cold, but cool. Which is nice, too. I mean, I love that. Yes, I've enjoyed it at times. <laughs> Not out on the baseball field. Um, in no, I April, know. I feel like it should be really warm, and it's not. Yes. So. Yeah. Always on the baseball field. It's either really hot and or really cold and windy. You're exactly right, Cindy. You're exactly <laughs> right. Well, I wanted to ask you this, Cindy. Was there ever a moment when you went, okay, I can do this. I'm all in. Like, I've been playing around with this, but now I'm all in. I think recently, just when um, maybe after the, or maybe in the middle of the summer, I think when things started to kind of get back to a little bit normal of a normal pace, and we kind of gotten through a couple of years of a lot of intense working on the, the blog and on the, on my Instagram, my social media. Um, it's been just recently that I felt like this is, this might work. And my husband's like, this might just have be okay. We might be able to do this. And I was like, Oh, that's such a nice feeling. And to be able to, um, add to the space is really a, not a beautiful, but a, a special thing for me. So I really love that part of it. What do you think keeps women from joining into this space? Women our age, what, what do you, besides the technology, what do you think? You know, I, I think, you know, as far as the blog is concerned, I don't know about the, about the blog as much. I think it's um, that we're all super busy I think that that's a big deal that just as moms in general, we have our kids that we're taking care of. Even, I mean, I have two in college and then we have three that are, you know, junior high and, and elementary. So it's just that we're at events and blah, blah, blah. Um, I think the other, you know, Facebook we're on with just our friends a lot of times or our family, you know, just those people that we grew up with. And then Instagram, I think, has gotten a bad reputation in some ways as far as it could be dangerous you know something bad could happen I don't know there's all that but I think it's just that we ourselves in midlife and this is kind of part of my reason for getting on to just having the blog is that I, I it was kind of crazy I know people looked at me like you you're quitting your job what you're gonna do what and I think my husband was like, if you're going to do it, you need to do it. If that's what, you know, if you have a a dream and, and I was 50, I was turning 50 and I was like, well, you know, that my opportunity has passed. I'm too old to be doing this. And he was like, no, you're not. You just, you, you just go and you do it. You know, if that's what you want to do, then you, you need to at least try. And, um, I think that we somewhere in the family, somewhere in the, you know, I'm I'm all invested in everybody else, excuse me. And I kind of have lost 
the me part of that. And so this was so just me that it was almost just refreshing. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is, this is beautiful. And I think that, that just as women in our mid years, it's okay to dream and have those dreams just for ourselves. And, um, I think God has a plan for that and it is inspired and it can be something that's very beautiful and not a selfish thing. So I think that we have a lot that we can give to our, our children, just like you were talking about with the podcast. Um, it's just such, it can be a great tool, um, for all of us, I think. That's a lot of, that's um, a lot of the same reasons that we got interested in doing the podcast is trying to reconnect with ourselves as women and not just as moms. Yes. um, Or as wives. And do you, do you feel a tension in, in that trying to um, um, separate out time for your blog and then keeping everybody else happy. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And then my daughter will say, you're always busy. You're too busy to do anything with me. And I'm like, Oh, I don't want it to be that way. But then, but then there's that part that, you know, you have to set aside time for each of those things. So I'm trying to balance that. And isn't that another problem to just finding that balance and it, and it's not, and what I think I've come to, to, to accept is there's not actual balance all the time. It's always going to be one-sided, you know, one way or another. And it's me just striving to try to keep some good boundaries and some good, you know, balance in that, in, in my everyday life. Um, and then sometimes when, when I feel like she needs a little extra, then I have to, you know, give that to her. And um, so, yes, 100%. So balance, you're working for balance overall. Yeah. As to, in little bitty increments, keeping everything balanced. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah so we've really noticed that too, haven't we, Susan? We, we, yes. Yeah, I, I, I was um, a psychiatrist, and so I retired from that when uh, my last children were born. I had triplets, and so it was oh, wow. kind of not a question of whether I wanted to or not. I just had to. But so I've been completely devoted to them, and it's just been interesting just doing this, um, the change for them that I'm not 110% available at any moment of the day for whatever they need. So I I think that, um, yeah, I think that's just a struggle of being a woman because (laughs) that's just how they, you know, that's how things are. It is exactly. Yeah, I agree. And men don't struggle with that. They never come home and go, I don't feel like I've spent enough time with little Johnny today. (laughs) (laughs) They they really don't. It doesn't seem to bother them at all. Not one bit. No, no. Not one bit. Well, what about, I know you have a busy day plan, but before we go, what about makeup? I've seen you review a lot of beauty products, skin treatments. What are some of your favorites? Some of my favorites. um, I really, so I'm trying to kind of move towards the cleaner products. Um, Just the more that I read and I've seen, um, 
I want to be putting things, there's a saying, if you can't put it in your mouth, don't put it on your face. Um, and mainly because your, your body has a system to detox, you know, to get rid of those toxins that are in your body. But when you're putting them in, you're putting them into a part of, the, of your body that doesn't do that. It doesn't detox. So it stores it different places, um, which is what we don't want, right? We don't want no. toxins to be stored in our body. Um, so I'm trying to move towards those cleaner products that don't, you know, have those fillers or parabens or sulfates anyway. So beauty bio is one that I, I love. They are super conscious about those harsh no-nos that we should be having in our, uh, on our face or in our body or whatever. Um, Tula, I love Tula. Tula, I've just started using the last, I don't know, three months and they're super affordable and um, they have lots of good products that are middle of the road. It's probably about the same as you would pay for a Target or Lavelle or, you know, Revlon or whatever it is. So, but not with like all of the bigger, you know, dime store or drugstore brands are generally filled with things that you shouldn't put on your skin. So um, Tula is a really good option. I love them. Um, I think it's uh, Tarte that has, Tarte is makeup and they have a fairly clean skin line um, makeup. Um, so I love them as well. So those are some of my, my absolute favorites. You know, I'm trying to, I, I've always washed my face. I never leave on my makeup at night or whatever, but um as I'm getting older, you know, all the wrinkles and I've chosen, and I think it's totally up to you, but it's a super personal decision, whether you use fillers or Botox or whatever, I have chosen not to do that. Um, so I'm, you know, trying to kind of fix some of those things manually. <laughs> um, and just, it, but, but I have fairly clear scent skin, so I don't, you know, have to do a whole bunch, but, um, but it's, you know, you see those lines, you're going, uh, I told him, my daughter was like, what is that line right here? I was like, that's from you. The other one's from your brother. That's, that's what those are right there. <laughs> Worry lines. So, and they're yeah. always so sweet to point it out too. Don't right? you? I know. <laughs> that's what I always <laughs> say. You have not lived until you've had a 12 year old daughter. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You have not lived until you've had a 12 year old daughter. I want to go back to when you said you got really good jeans and a really good white t-shirt. I want you to share that with us. <laughs> well, I think, you know what? I think that jeans denim, you can get a great pair of jeans at Target. Universal Thread has, I think, some of my favorite jeans. They are super stretchy. They fit really, really well. Um, I don't know. I, they're like one of my top favorites and they are, you know, very inexpensive or affordably priced for everyone. So I would say, um, universal thread, but there's some of those pricey ones that are just, I uh, put up last night, a pair of Joe's. They're a bell bottom jean, um, and, or a flare jean that they are to die for They're but they're a little bit higher priced. Um, I know May, I don't have any made well, but I know people love made well, um, love jean, those, that denim as well. And American Eagle, American Eagle has a really good pair of jeans or several pairs that are, um, you know, affordable, 
and they aren't as stretchy for me. I need, I want to be able to move because sometimes denim seems so restrictive or restricting, you know, they're not comfortable and I want them to be comfortable. So the universal thread are always comfortable. I could wear those all day long. Um, Mother is another brand that's really good, but they're a little bit higher priced as well. But everything that they make, I'm always like, oh, let's, let's wear this all day long. <laughs> so those would be some, those would be my top ones, I guess. Well, I'm awesome. definitely going to check out Mother. I've never heard of that mm-hmm. brand. So yes. Mm-hmm. And Anthropology, I think, carries them, but no, so does Nordstrom. I mean, they're just a, a fairly common uh, brand. So, okay. Well, I have a, the last question, the final question for you, Cindy. Are you ready? Sure. White after Labor Day. How do you feel about it? <laughs> I'm wearing it, sister. I'm wearing it all year long. <laughs> it just probably won't be, you know, like a tank top or something, but it, but I, I do wear it. And I was thinking about the other day, but wasn't there something about linen too? You can't wear white and linen. I don't wear linen generally after Labor Day, but, um, but the white, well, we call it winter white, right? Or cream. It's cream. Okay, but will you wear the white white? That's what the I want to Your white. white denim. Will you wear your white denim jeans from this day forward? Probably uh, maybe a little bit in October, Then, but I probably will put them up after okay. that. But I do have cream pants and things like that. Just right. not the white white. You know Coco Chanel, did y'all know this? I read in a Southern Living article the other day that Coco Chanel wore white, white year-round. Is that right? Well, I don't. I'm not surprised. It is (laughs) such a cult favorite. Everybody loves it. I'm not surprised. But our Southern roots, Cindy. Don't you think? Yes. Yes. I I mean, I can remember my mother packing up the white. Yes, sure. Over. There were just certain things that you do not do. I was thinking about that with um, pantyhose. Do you remember wearing pantyhose? Oh, yeah. And a slip underneath your dress. I always wore either like a half slip or an, an entire slip, depending on what I, what I was wearing. Like when I started teaching, you had to wear hose and a slip. That's miserable. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we don't do that anymore. I, it's too hot. I, I, I couldn't do it. Well, Cindy, I hope that we can do this again when the yes. seasons change. We would love to to check in with you again and find out what we need to buy. Wouldn't we? Absolutely. Yeah. I love this. I have. I love being part of the BFFs. Well, you're officially a BFF, Cindy. Yes, Thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate Thank you, you so being much. Here. Thank you for having me. Thank you for your time. Yeah, thank you for making us more fashionable. (laughs) Yes, yes. This is Kim Dennison with Dennison Travel. Dennison Travel is a boutique travel advisory, and we specialize in custom-making itineraries that are designed just for you. We handle each detail, big and small, so that you can sit back, immerse yourself in the experience, and enjoy the journey. When you're ready to travel again, we're here for you, so let us be your travel planning partner. Connect with us at denisontravel.com, and don't forget to follow us on social. Thank you.